Welcome to the Inclusive Leadership in a Virtual World Weekly Podcast. My name is Matthew Cahill. I'm the President and Principal Consultant with the Percipio Company. And we framed three questions that we ask each of our weekly facilitators to capture their unique perspective and approach towards inclusive leadership. Today, we have an incredible speaker and the president of Titan Management, Catherine McCord. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Matthew. I am super stoked to be here today. Absolutely. Well, let's jump right in with our first question. Catherine, as an inclusive leader, what is unique about your approach? That is a great question. I, you know, it's, it's one that I think, you know, a lot of people try to give kind of a, a blase answer to right? Kind of a blanket answer, but I'm going to get really specific for you today. About, please, please, about don't like blase, poo-poo on blase. <laughs> about the specifics of what makes an inclusive leader. Um, and I think the first thing that's really important is openness to learning right? Like there is no like, okay, I'm inclusive. Now I'm done. (laughs) That's that's not a thing. So you have to be open to learning um, and open to listening to other people. That's extremely important. Um, Also an understanding of what inclusion really means. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of organizations right now are saying, oh, we're inclusive because we have women and we have a few, a few uh, minority folks. And what they mean by that is racially a minority and inclusion doesn't stop there. So inclusion can refer to socioeconomic background, education background, neurodiversity, um, you can refer to all maybe veteran status, all kinds of different things. And so you ha- you need to be inclusive of everyone and their lifestyles and their uh, their needs and all the things that kind of come with that and and be open to to making, you know, making your your company more broad more, you know, have a more broad scope of things. And, and people think that this is going to be hard and it's not, I just want to put that out there. It's, it's really not that hard. It's not that cumbersome to do this. It's really just a very flexible kind of mindset. So it's flexibility. It's, it's ability to learn. And it's the understanding of what inclusion really means. And when you have those things in place and the, and the willingness to adjust, you'll be fine. It really is kind of that simple. Just, you know, listen, learn, grow. Listen, learn, apply, grow. That's it. <laughs> so you, you remember in our, before we started recording, I said, I may throw a tangent curveball. Here it comes. Do it. Ready? Yes. What do you do when an organization, you know, perhaps let's say has a team of eight and seven of them are white men, but they've gone through and they said, well, this one is neurodiverse. This one is a different, uh, like subtly different ethnicity. This one has something else. It, and so, but the, on the surface and the optics, it's just non-diverse. Right, right. And um, because you're right, I actually just just had a conversation about that with uh, with a good friend of mine, Don Schuler, who, who works in, you know, kind of an HR consulting type type space. Um, and, and I will tell you, so one of the first things that I tell companies is, is to make sure that you're sharing things ab- 
about your leadership. Uh, one thing that I've recommended is, you know, a lot of times you'll see the little um, I don't know what you call them, but you know, on a website where you have like the picture and the little snippet under them yes. and to, and to, to showcase their diversity right at the top of that, you know, hi, I'm John Smith. I'm the president of XYZ company and I'm neuro, a neurodiverse former, you know, a former member of the armed forces, you know, with a socioeconomic, uh, you know, a, um, diversity and, you know, and, and whatever else along those lines, you know, so just, just kind of proudly sharing their diversity. So that's, that's one thing that you can do. Um, another thing is to make a lot of your content kind of about the, the, these people personally, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and kind of just kind of let it out that way. Um, and, and to talk about on your, on your site, when you talk about diversity, to talk about what that actually means, because it is confusing to a lot of people. Um, but the other thing to be kind of pre prepared for <laughs> is that people are still going to go, okay, but why do you have eight white people? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Um, there, there is going to be some of that. Yep. 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 Uh, and, and, uh, it's a lot more than we could unpack here in the short amount of time that we have, but thank and you. And I do want to say real quick though, before we move on from that real quick is if you're, let's say you're an on-site location, right? You're not doing remote and you're in Wisconsin, Minnesota, someplace like that. You're probably only going to have white people <laughs> and that's okay. That's just what you have there in the, in certain areas. But if you're in the middle of Dallas, Detroit, Los Angeles, Miami, and then you have only white people, then we have a problem. <laughs> or if you're all remote and you only have white people, then we have a problem. <laughs> so it so is, that's kind yeah. of a good way to kind of gauge it. You know, why are there only white people? There might be a reason, but if not, you might need to explore some things. Right, right, right. And it, it, it is very contextual. It's regional. It's local. Yes. There's a lot yes. of other variables that come into into consideration. So thank Absolutely. you for, for tackling that thorny, thorny topic and question. Um, Catherine, I want to ask you uh, now a big, 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 big picture question. Okay. What does the world need more of and why? I have so many answers for that, but I'm going to focus it on the, on the HR and, and people and leadership realm. So Really and truly, I, I think that one of the things that the world needs more of is a lot more attention to people other than ourselves. <laughs> there's, there's kind of this whole mentality in humanity that it's all about me, you know, what's convenient for me, what matters for me and, and my comfort and my, 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 my. And you very rarely hear people talk about this is what's better for us. Mm -hmm. This is what's better for the group. And the truth is, is that we've made a contract with each other to consider the group. That's what society is. It's saying we are better as a group than as an individual, right? It's, it's coming together and working together. So the group needs to come first and <laughs> the group needs to be, or not first necessarily, but the group needs to be a major consideration and needs to get a lot more attention than what it currently does. It's, it's almost insane to me how little emphasis is put on that. So 
you know, looking at things like, you know, human rights, looking at things like inclusion, looking at things like understanding of other people, growing knowledge about neurodiversity, growing knowledge about how we think, how we interact, better ways to work, better ways to function. Those kinds of things need to start taking priority above all of the other stuff. Those are the things that are actually going to help us grow. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, tremendous challenge to do that in an American corporate context because it's inheriting the individual nature of the greater society that is America. Like it's so deep, our focus (laughs) on that individual narrative in in every context to try to shift people and get them to think collectively is a tremendous undertaking. Tremendous. It is. And that's a great word for it. It is. It's an almost magnanimous, just overwhelming undertaking, but it needs to happen. That is the actual, in my opinion, downfall of this country, what will be the downfall of this country. And and every great society has one. So I don't want to hear the America will live forever nonsense. All of them have downfalls of some kind. And and I firmly believe that ours will be this the self-centeredness that we've created. And we need to go back to and I'm not advocating for uh, people as go, oh you're a socialist. No. <laughs> no, I, I just, I understand that there needs to be um, an under, a more understanding, more emphasis on the group and working together and collaboration and innovation together. That's just what furthers the world. It's what makes us stronger. Oh my gosh. I want to continue this conversation more and more. And I'm <laughs> confident somebody listening is also going to want to pick your brain. So assuming that there is somebody listening that wants to pick your brain, how can they find out more about you? Where can they, how can they get a hold of you and learn more about what you do? Oh yeah. Um, LinkedIn is actually a great way. So, you know, Catherine McCord, I'm one of like three in the United States with my spelling. So it's very easy, very, very easy to find me. Um, also either my show career launch live or my company site, titanmanagementusa.com. You can get hold of me through any of those sources. Catherine, thank you so much. I can't wait to continue this conversation uh, another time. Anytime. Thank you so very much for having me.